When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. In The Phantom Menace, we all know the scene that reignited the Star Wars universe with an epic duel between Jedi Masters Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Sith Assassin Darth Maul. There is one question that arises heavily when discussion over this topic fight ensues. The question is, why didn't Qui-Gon just wait for Obi-Wan to catch up before continuously and aggressively fighting Maul to the reactor's core, where he later dies? The answer is something that will require us to analyze Jin's lightsaber fighting style, hand-to-hand -hand combat abilities, the novelization, and his personality as a whole. So in this scene, Obi-Wan has just received a kick to the face, sending him falling below, where Maul was met with a fist to his head by Qui-Gon, sending him on a hard fall right on his back. Qui-Gon's lightsaber fighting style was a Taro, the fourth form. This form relied heavily on acrobatic attacks much like Maul's Form 7, however, it used more physical hand-to-hand -hand combat as well. Qui-Gon Jinn was much older here at this point, and therefore he didn't use the form's acrobatic moves that he trained in for so many years. Also considering that he was on a narrow ledge, confined in space just like where he died. These moves could not be executed. Now, the style was a very aggressive style, always on the offensive, unlike Obi-Wan's defensive style. Qui-Gon constantly pressed his opponents and never let up or slowed down regardless of his surroundings. He was a practitioner of the Force. He believed in the will of the Force, and at that moment, with or without Obi-Wan, whatever the Force chose for him, he would press on with his attacks. Now let's take a piece from the novelization of The Phantom Menace to aid in the analysis of our answers. The book writes, The force of the fall, or perhaps the unexpectedness, of it left him visibly stunned, and Qui-Gon leapt down after him, sensing a chance to put an end to things. But the Sith Lord struggled back to his feet quickly and raced away taking the battle in a new direction. By the time Obi-Wan had recovered, Qui-Gon was in pursuit of Darth Maul, following him down the catwalk towards a small door at the far end of the power station. The Jedi Master went swiftly, legs and arms pumping, lightsaber flashing. He was worn and battered by now, close to exhaustion, but the Sith Lord was on the defensive at last, and he did not want to give him a chance to regroup. Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan called after him, trying to catch up, but the Jedi Master did not slow. This means that Qui-Gon didn't waste any time on stalling in order to allow Obi-Wan to catch up. In the event that Maul would recover from his possible injury or stunned abilities from the massive fall, little did he know that Maul was a brute animal. Physical pain meant nothing to him, only fed him to become stronger. This left Qui-Gon to think that if he moved quickly, 
He could take the upper hand on Maul and lead him into a confined space where his dual-bladed lightsaber wouldn't have as much of an effect. Also, if Qui-Gon would have stalled around for Obi-Wan to catch up, they all might have ended up within one cell of the Force Field Array, which would have been very interesting. I think the main question I always wondered was why didn't Obi-Wan just use Force Speed to catch up to Qui-Gon and Maul? Ignoring poor plot armor here, that question could be addressed in another video. Thanks for taking the time to watch this one, I hope you enjoyed it. What would you think of Qui-Gon's fighting style and strategy? Please like this video if you enjoyed it, and check out yesterday's video if you get bored. I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. <laughs>